I'm Riley. And I'm Ellie. And we're back with the JJ Buzz. Today we have a special guest, Miss Becky Glass from the American Red Cross Blood Services. So would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Good morning, everyone. It's um, so nice to be here this morning. Um, I am Becky Glass. I work with the American Red Cross. Um, I work in the central Ohio, central and southern Ohio region. Um, and we have, oh, about 37 counties currently that we work in mm-hmm. to provide blood for over 40 hospitals and trauma centers in central and southern Ohio, including our own Knox community. Where are you um, located for the majority of time? So I am lucky enough to be located in Mount Vernon, um, but I also cover Morrow County. So I have drives in Knox County, Morrow County. Um, I have drives in Sunbury, Lexington. Lexington, Belleville. This just this whole surrounding. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I'm here in Belleville. Today, we just have a few questions we want to ask. So, how often do we have blood drives at the school? Um, We have blood drives at the high school three times a year. We have two blood drives off campus currently. One is at the Grand Hotel in the end of December, Mm -hmm. and another is at the library in. end of April, early May. So this this year it's going to be on April 30th, just so everyone knows. (laughs) And I think you kind of answered that. So they are located like in the library at school. and Um, So the ones here at the school are on the stage, right? We're from Mm -hmm. 82. We're there three times a year currently. Okay. Perfect. Um, How do people get involved with giving blood? Um, giving blood is the simplest thing people can do, and it's the most impactful, I have to say. It takes very little time, six hours out of your whole entire year, save. In those six hours, you can save 18 lives. So oh it's a huge impact for just a little bit of, um, of your time. And mm-hmm. yes, there's a little bit of a needle stick involved, but it's not super painful. It's just Mm-mm. a little bit of a stick and, um, yeah, what it can do, and you'll feel fantastic after. How is there a form you have to fill out to say you're willing to give blood or how does all of that work? Because Uh, I know we have some kids under 18 who do it for the school. That's a great question. If you are 16 years old, you do have to have parent consent. So we have a parental consent form um, that you can either download off our website, (laughs) redcrossblood.org, or you can get from, I think, our key club here in the school has some additional forms as well. So you could get with Ms. Keaton or one of the Key Club kids and they can get you the forms. Okay, and then for those above 18, do they still have to fill out a form? 17 and 18 year olds do not have to fill out any Oh, she's awesome. 17 as well. We do have reading that they have to complete before donating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a student guide to blood donation, which the Key Club kids will have as well. Um, and is also on the website, right <laughs> go to the website and you can get this um, information about uh, student blood donation. There are some additional requirements for height and weight for kids yeah. for mm-hmm. um, under 18. So it is important to kind of just check that out and make sure you're eligible to donate. Um, but other than that, no, there's no additional paperwork, just the reading. And awesome. then you have to answer the um, health history questions and you're ready to go. Great. Well, um, I don't know if you would happen to know how many people give blood, I guess, just when you come to the school or just with each drive. And you already mentioned it helps 18 people. Well, every blood. So every time we take someone's blood, we get three products. from Okay. That. okay. So from that one unit, they put it in a centrifuge 
and they get three products. That's plasma, platelets, and mm -hmm. red blood cells. Okay. So those three products can help three different people depending on their needs and your blood yeah, level and how gotcha. they can match that up. So that's how you can save up to three lives with one donation. So, um, and everyone can donate. You could donate six times a year. Okay. Okay. Um, every, yes. every 56 days, you're eligible mm, to donate. Okay. That gives the body time to replenish those red blood cells. Mm -hmm. And it's very actually healthy for our bodies to have that process of replenishing the red blood cells. So it's a healthy process. For yeah. us. And, and if we are healthy individuals, it's really important that we do give that because people who are sick need that. It's, it's a medicine. Yeah. For people oh, who yeah. are sick. It's, it's under the FDA. It's considered a medicine. So, and then for each blood drive that we have, do you know how many people tend to give blood That's a there? good question. Yeah. Um, so every time we have a blood drive at the school, we base that the amount of people we anticipate coming in yes. based on the previous three drives. Okay. So the, mm -hmm. based on the previous three times that we were here, and it's usually around 32, I think, at the high school and currently. 32 mm -hmm. times 3. So each blood drive is around 96 people that you can well, we can help by giving blood. Very true. Yeah, that's very true. Mm -hmm. Last time we're here, we're saving almost 100 lives. Blood drive in six hours. So just, just basically yeah. that morning. Yeah. One morning, mm -hmm. we're saving almost 100 lives. Yeah. Um, so how much blood can you give at one time? Only one unit. Okay. Well, so you can give one unit of blood, um, which is 16 ounces. So it's like the size of a water bottle. If you think about oh, that, wow. that's just in a bag instead of a bottle. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, just that one unit. But we do have an automated machine called a power red machine. Okay. And that machine does has the little centrifuge in it. So it separates out the plasma and platelets and puts that back into the donor infused with saline. Interesting. Um, yeah, and it only holds a concentrated unit of red blood cells, which okay. is really nice for our patients because they're getting an extra. If somebody needs red blood cells, they're giving getting a little extra red blood cell. Yeah. Um, from one from one donor, so it's a little healthier for them, mm -hmm. right? And as opposed to getting it from several different. Uh, donors. Okay. So it's just a little healthier. It's less reactions for the patients. Mm -hmm. um, plus, it is really nice for the do for the donor because the needle's smaller. Yes. Yeah. And um, it is, uh, like you said, infused with saline, so you feel hydrated and tend to feel pretty good That's after so donating power. Think about that. So oh, after you donate blood, drink that bottle. Of blood. <laughs> you want to replenish those fluids right away. So yeah. Yes. Good for you. Yeah. So it's, it's one unit, like 16 ounces, no matter like your height or your weight, or does it, can yeah, it change? we always take one unit of blood. Okay. That's what we take from every donor. Yep. Um, so then any requirements to like give blood? Like, do you have to like not take a certain like medication that sure. day to make sure, you know, nothing's interfering? Right. Another good <laughs> question. Yep. Those are, um, there are medications that you're not, that if you're on, we would ask that you not donate at yes. that time. One okay. is an antibiotic. Like if you, depending on what you're taking the antibiotic for, but if you have an mm -hmm. infection, right. then it's probably not healthy Absolutely. for, mm -hmm. for you to donate and for us to um, take that blood. But um, 
Otherwise, it's just things like blood thinners, of course, you don't want to donate on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but most medications, I think people would be surprised that of how many medications you can actually donate on. Okay. Um, but the medic the list the list of medications that are um, that we ask you not to donate while you're taking are on the website, which yes. is again redcrossblood.org. Red Red <laughs> <laughs> and then, are there like height and weight um, requirements? There requirements. Height and mm-hmm. weight requirements again, it is different for high school students. So go to the website, check okay. it out, make mm-hmm. sure you look and you know it's. It's 110 pounds and five foot, but it, it's different with high school students. Yeah. So yes. I want to make sure you check that out. Yeah. Is okay. the general process for organizing a blood drive? Um, so when you want to organize a blood drive, you work with me. Um, Perfect. And we, um, we will work together to determine the day, the, um, the location, make sure the location is suitable for having a blood drive. And then we want to make sure that that you have the donor base to come in, right? We want to mm-hmm. make sure that we're not just going to come there and no, Three nobody's people. going to show up. Yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that there are plenty of donors available at the location that we're at. Um, but it's kind of a simple process. It's, you know, and once you determine that you can have a blood drive, then it's just basically putting everything together, which I do on my end. So. And then what, mm-hmm. like, resources do you need? Um so how many of each thing do you bring with you? Does one person donate blood at a time? Do you have multiple tables going? How does all of that work? Well, depending on the size of the blood drive and the size of the room, mm-hmm. and, um, but we will set up multiple beds. We set okay. up usually at least three. Um, at the high school, we typically set up five or six beds. A few. We usually set up at least five beds, and one of them, one bed is just a, basically a recovery bed, so that if somebody needs a little extra time laying down, and we're not talking naps here, we're talking, oh. you know, we usually set up about five or six beds. And a okay. couple of health histories, which is the little, so when you come in, let me just explain the okay. process of yeah. like, When you come in to donate, the first thing you do is you have to do the health, the reading, the materials yes donation reading materials so once you've read those then you can be checked in and we do need an id so for students donating we have to have something that has your picture and your birthday yeah okay so you either need a an id or a driver's license yes. or um <clears throat> i think from the office you can get a copy copy of your is a transcript that has the little yeah so you need to bring one of those things to check in and then once we've checked you in then you wait to get be called back. Once you're, when you're called back, you go into the health history, what's called health history booth. Um, and in that little booth, if you've done rapid pass, which we can also talk about, okay. but if you've done rapid pass, you have a little QR code and they'll scan that, <clears throat> excuse me. And then they'll, um, they do your vitals, like your pulse, your blood pressure. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> and they also do a little finger stick to get your iron level. Okay. Mm-hmm. As long as all of those levels are okay to donate, yeah, then you go from the health history, which is, again, if you've done the rapid pass, it doesn't take very long to go through health history. If you haven't, there's probably about 40 questions that you have to answer while you sit there. Okay. okay. <laughs> all on the computer. And then you go to the beds to donate. And so you go to the bed. They do your blood pressure again on the bed. Mm-hmm. And then they do this, the little stick and um, take the blood which that whole process um, of taking the blood only takes like five minutes yeah Mm -hmm. it doesn't take long at all 
but the whole process altogether, we say, can take up to an hour. Okay. So what is the rapid? So rapid pass, thank you for okay. reminding me, is, um, <laughs> again, breadcrossboard.org, <laughs> rapid pass, or you can just Google rapid pass and it'll come right up. And that is, um, on the day of the blood drive, you can, on your own computer or phone, your own device, you can do all the pre-donation reading and answer all the health oh, history okay. questions. Yeah on your own before you come in. And if you do that, again, you'll get that little square QR code mm -hmm. and then they'll just scan that. And it makes the process quicker for you through. And I think for the schools, it's recommended. So I would say to all the students to do that the day of the blood drive. Um, I think you already mentioned sometime in April, but when is the next blood drive being held? Our next, actually our next blood mm -hmm. drive is Friday, March the 1st, from 8 to 2, it's in the auditorium on the stage. So okay. awesome. that is our very next blood drive. So okay. make sure everybody signs up if you can. Mm -hmm. Let's get a lot of students in to donate. And I will say, students, um, you need to make sure that you drink a lot of water a couple of weeks before okay. the blood drive. You need to eat well the day of the blood drive, even the whole week before. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. make sure you're eating, you know, and don't come in if you've not had any breakfast or, you know. You need the day of the blood drive for sure. You want mm -hmm. something in your tongue. How long does it take to kind of recover after giving blood? Is it just a quick, once you get enough um, water? It can depend on the person, but I will say, like, usually it's just, you just recover. I mean, yeah. you know, there, there's no real recovery. Perfect. Mm -hmm. You donate the blood, replenish your fluids, um, sit and have a cookie. You get a stuff. cookie after. Um, and I usually bring donuts. Good donuts. Yeah. So, yeah, they're very good. So I usually get those and bring those in. So you can come down and have a donut donut and uh, <laughs> and donate. I would recommend that you eat your breakfast before you come. Yeah. Was well, there anything else you'd like to add or that we didn't talk um, about? I would like to say if you have any questions, if there's something that you're a little nervous about come on down anyway and talk to the staff or you can call me or um, email me. My email is becky.glass at redcross.org. Very simple. Mm -hmm. um, all of the information is available on our website, which is redcrossblood.org. Red <laughs> well, thank yeah. you very, very much for joining us thank today. Of so course. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's that's all for our podcast. So, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>